0: My friends, to the That's Ball Folks podcast. I'm your host, Josh Reynolds. This is episode 39. I apologize for the delay. Uh, We wanted to wait until free agency kind of chilled out a bit. Um, There are a million things going on that we're going to talk about with summer league, with free agency, the whole Dame saga, and the nightmare it's turned into. Um, But I think tonight is a good time, and uh, we've got Jer back on. Jer, how you doing, man?
1: I'm good. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. We'll get into Love and Hates in a second. Uh, but yeah, we we just gave a little bit of a rundown before we started recording, and a lot has happened. I'm actually excited to chat. I mean, everything from Britney Spears is involved.
1: Oh my gosh, I forgot about Britney.
0: Yeah, every there's so much to talk about. So I guess uh, let's let's start at the top, and let's start with your Love and Hates. Let's hear your love. What What are you loving, man?
1: listen i got two for you this week two okay i like it too two, two of one. each two of each okay i'm excited and the first one everyone loves this well okay. i haven't heard one negative thing about it yet okay and i hope to never hear it i love the las vegas sphere yo great oh, i love it that's a great love and now, let's- i haven't seen it in real life i haven't seen it in person right? yes yeah But I want to drive five and a half, six hours to Vegas just to see it. Yeah, it looks so again,
0: I'm sure in person, it's even cooler. But in videos and pictures, it looks so unbelievable. It looks I mean, they change what it looks like all the time. But from the basketball to welcome summer league to there was some like it looked like it was something out of a Marvel movie. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. I this is a fantastic love. I am with you. We need to go see it in person. I don't think that we have any excuse not to.
1: I would skip a summer league game to just go stare at the sphere. I agree. I I'm I agree. not kidding. Uh I'd like to go inside. The I also
0: I also would too. Do you know when they're going to open it up? I know it's like a concert venue and they're going to do stuff inside. Do you have you looked at that at all? Do you know? No, I've
1: I have no idea. As you know, not a huge concert guy like them don't love them so i definitely didn't look into it but i i would go to one really any concert just to get inside that thing
0: i agree and okay so we're gonna talk about it later but we'll talk about it now
1: um because it's gonna it ties
0: in here the nba rolled out their mid-season tournament uh which i still i i'm not sold on i don't I know that they're trying to make it like soccer and that's cool, but is it cool? Like if you win the thing, like who, who cares? The whole goal is to win the entire thing. Not the mid season thing. Anyway, I I saw
1: the trophy is, Oh, I didn't see the trophy. What else? Trophy. Cool. Did you not see it? Uh, I mean, it's a trophy, but do they win anything else? I don't know. There have to, there's gotta be some
0: incentive, right? Even, even if it's money, like do they really care?
1: No. Like, Hey, you win, you know, 250 grand. But if you're Fred Van Fleet making 43 million, you yeah. don't care. Yeah, you don't you don't care at all.
0: So that's what I am uh confused a little bit about. But the reason I bring it up, I saw, I want to say it was the NBA who tweeted. And with this mid-season tournament, they tied in the sphere. What? And we know that the mid-season tournament is going to be held in Vegas. So I'm curious, do they hold the tournament at the Sphere or do they do something with the Sphere?
1: Um, If they want people to watch, then yeah. Yes, I completely agree. I, you know what? I want them to project the game that's going on inside the Sphere on the Sphere and I'll just sit outside and watch Oh, that's a fun idea. Is it possible? I don't know. I don't know either. I'd love to know. So it was, it was eight hours
0: ago. The NBA tweeted out, said coming soon to Las Vegas with the eyes emoji. They said NBA in season tournament plus the sphere of Vegas. So I don't, are they teasing that maybe that's where it's going to be held or are they just obviously the advertisement for it is on the outside of the sphere? I don't know. We need yeah. to see what the inside of this thing actually looks like, because that would be unbelievable.
1: We got to find the, a sphere guy
0: we do need a sphere guy we uh we we heard about this sphere a while ago yeah. um, and, and heard some details but I, I mean everything that was described to us was not at all what i envisioned when i saw these pictures and videos
1: yeah i am still i still kind of think it's fake
0: yeah
1: the, the video it's like it it looks fake i agree I need to see it i need to see it in person
0: i agree man it's nuts um, okay, that's a fantastic love, though. That is a Thank great you. way to get this started. Hit, hit us with okay. your second. Let's hear it.
1: All right, the second one is I love a good knuckleball. <laughs> okay, so there are two reasons why I'm saying this. One, obviously, right, grew up Red Sox fans. Tim Wakefield. Yes. Awesome.
0: Of course. Whenever
1: I see a video of a pitcher throwing a knuckleball, there's... A million percent of the time, I will stop yep. and watch it, I don't know, 10 times because it's I, amazing.
0: I agree. I agree with you.
1: Yeah. I think it's great. But the reason I put this on here and I sent you the video, I think it was a couple of days ago, Gilbert Arenas's daughter oh, yeah. was playing in like some Nike tournament and she went off. I think she had like 38 or 40 points or something uh-huh. and she's lights out. But when she shoots, she has zero rotation on the ball. It's like a knuckleball. and i don't understand how your dad can be gilbert arenas and you are that good at basketball and you don't have any rotation on on the ball
0: yeah i agree that is so there there was one girl college basketball player our buddy ralph sends the video all the time she's like a set shooter and oh yeah, yeah and she her ball was kind of a knuckleball too like the rotation on it just wasn't normal and yeah. i am so fascinated by that the fact that a you can re- like your shot is released without any rotation that's amazing to begin with but yeah it's like a shot put it's like shot put but to follow up like how do you make that how do you, how oh. does your sh- what happens if the ball hits the rim like there's no shot that your your shot has a chance of going in
1: yeah I have no idea, but I, I really enjoyed watching those highlights because <laughs> it was so fascinating.
0: That's really good. I agree with you. I don't know of any – why are there not more knuckleball pitchers, by the way?
1: I have no idea. Honestly, I can't think of many. Um, Wakefield, R.A. Dickey was one. But, like,
0: but one like what the R.A. Dickey was probably the latest, but that was a while ago.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I actually read a story the other day. There's like a, a female Japanese knuckleball pitcher. Really? Who, yeah, she went pro in Japan like at age 16, um, <laughs> and I think she came over and she's playing independent ball in the states.
0: No way. Like,
1: yeah, but I I think she's old though, like in her 30s maybe, but oh. still kind of cool.
0: That's way cool. Yeah, that's female, a, I mean, um, if, if you <laughs> and they
1: call her the I think they call her the Knuckle Princess.
0: That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um i i guess that's the cool thing about throwing a knuckleball though like tim wakefield was ancient yeah it doesn't t- yeah, i hold- mean you're not throwing the ball hard so you can no, do it
1: your career is crazy long
0: did you throw is it true in high school that you th- you pitched and did you yeah. throw a knuckleball?
1: i would sneak one in there every once in a while
0: is that real would you really
1: that's a real thing yeah that's did when anyone I say em- sneak it in there once twice a game maybe
0: did anyone ever get a hit off it
1: no, because everyone's like, what the hell? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah.
0: That's so awesome. Yeah. That's a that's a good love. All right, great. Those are two good loves. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, all right, let's let's get negative for a second. What are you hating?
1: Okay. So <laughs> this might be an unpopular opinion, but over the fourth, we went to some family party, ate my my hamburger, right? Uh went to get a sugar cookie for dessert and it was covered in sprinkles. And I realized I hate sprinkles, (laughs) sprinkles, Jimmies, whatever you want to call them, ice cream, cookies, cakes. They bring zero value to my life.
0: But what, why why do you hate them? Like, do you hate that they like fall everywhere or
1: what? They fall everywhere, like if sometimes they're so hard, it like hurts your teeth when you bite into them. Like it, it, it's just pure sugar that adds zero value to what I'm eating. Was there ever a time in your life that you did like sprinkles? No, get them out of here.
0: Like as a kid, you weren't like pumped when you got like a cookie with sprinkles on it or a donut with sprinkles on it.
1: No, no, that's, that's well, funny. Maybe, but not that I can recall. That... And if I did, I was wrong. <laughs> so sprinkles I sprinkles suck
0: that's funny i don't necessarily hate i don't i'm impartial to this i don't hate sprinkles i don't love sprinkles no, but that sprinkles that's funny good. that you feel so passionately about it and i'm sorry that it ruined your fourth
1: i i don't know if i'd say it ruined it but it didn't help <laughs> it didn't help me have a good fourth that's for sure
0: that's incredible well all right sprinkles that's it there's there's your first hate let's hear your second
1: Okay, so this one, it's tough because I, I wouldn't say I actually hate it, but I think it's overrated. So can I do that? Can I give an overrated opinion? Sure. Okay. I think fireworks are extremely overrated. Okay. I don't hate them, but I think they're overrated. What, what about them do you think is overrated? Listen, when I was a kid, they were awesome. I thought they were great. Mm-hmm there has been zero innovation in the last 15 years it's the exact same stuff yeah every year same stuff okay and it's and it's crap then if you're like hey yeah let's let's go buy some and light them off guess what they're so expensive and you're gonna pay for the same crap you've you've been seeing for 20 years
0: are they expensive
1: yeah they're so expensive the good ones are expensive
0: wow so yeah here in utah the aerial ones like that you can shoot off into the sky only somewhat recently became legal right 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 so uh, even before then though like people here would drive to wyoming because they were legal there and buy them in wyoming and then they would still set them off whatever but um i noticed this year more fireworks like just around our home than ever before. They were every yeah. which way. They were to the side of us, in front of us, behind our house. They were literally everywhere. Now, I like fireworks. I agree yeah. with you as far as the innovation part. They are the same. Yeah. They've been the same for and forever. It,
1: it's crap. Where's like Lord of the Rings firework where it's a dragon?
0: Okay, that's amazing you said that cuz that's McCall literally said the exact same thing. Where Where is hey, that? Where are those? Um did you by chance see the TikTok of the guy who flew his drone up into the fireworks this year?
1: I did not because I'm not on TikTok. You know this.
0: Yeah, but it's on Twitter too. Come you on.
1: You know this.
0: I will send it to you because it is awesome. And I really? bet you it changes your thoughts on uh, at least how you feel, feel about fireworks for the time being. In,
1: unless the drone gets hit and explodes, I will <laughs> not change my mind on this.
0: Okay. Speaking of explosions, McCall showed me, I don't know where it was, I think in Texas, which makes total sense that there was some fireworks show where it almost wasn't even fireworks. It was like this huge explosion where it was just big old. Yeah, basically, that's what I think the tweet said something like, wow, Oppenheimer uh, uh, advertising is getting crazy. And it was okay. this huge explosion. And then above it were all these fireworks. And I've never seen anything like it. So as far as the innovation goes, they're really yeah. stepping it up. But I would maybe I would have enjoyed that. Maybe but when but, I watched it I was like, do I want to like be near and witness like a huge explosion
1: no I, I don't, don't I don't know um, but you know what you know what we should switch them out with like you know how you go to a baseball game Fourth of July after the game there's fireworks are you gonna say a drone show yes okay I had the same thought they're amazing they I have mean, have you seen one in person uh no unless you count the Justin Bieber concert where they're flying around as naga i forgot we kind of did that was the best part of the whole concert i thought that was fascinating
0: gosh i forgot that happened um i'm with you though i remember the first time i saw a drone uh show i I think it was like the super bowl maybe lady gaga super bowl and she like opened up like jumping yeah jumping off the roof um i i pretty positive i want to say that was the very first time i saw like a drone show and i was fascinated with it but now they're starting to get more popular and yeah. I want to see one in person because it looks pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. It's kind of like the sphere.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Videos okay.
1: are amazing and I, I would love I'd pay some some good money to see a drone show and they could do some cool stuff way cooler than, hey, it's a firework that makes us upside down smiley face. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs>
0: okay that's funny okay i i agree with your take on there's been zero innovation i don't know if they're overrated or not i i enjoy fireworks um now that i have a kid like my little girl didn't she was kind of scared we were over at my in-laws and they were like setting off like my father-in-law was setting off like firecrackers and it was too loud she didn't like it but then though as the day went on and it became nighttime she was like intrigued with fireworks so i uh i i i don't i don't dislike them i don't love fireworks i don't know if they're overrated or not i get what you're saying with the innovation that's a good one that is a that's a that's
1: a good hot take i think thanks it, they're crap so it's not really a hot take they're just
0: <laughs> i want a drone show well, i i would like to see a drone show too but do you think that there is a place in the world for both
1: Unless or do you just want to or you just want to be done with fireworks completely. Unless they bring something new to the table. I'm out
0: wow. on it. Wow, out. okay. Very interesting. Only I,
1: poppers, snakes, and sparklers <laughs> from here on out.
0: <gasps> I mean. Oh, that's amazing. I like that. Shout out. You are Joe Dirt. You're Jared. Jared. Dirt. Jared Dirtay. Jared Dirt-ay. Okay friends, time out for a minute because I want to chat about Grifols plasma and also about how plasma makes medicines and how every donation you give with Grifols plasma, it can be used to make up to five different medicines. Now, while there are lots of different plasma medicines used to treat a lot of patients for life-threatening injuries and illnesses, the point is that each time you donate, your plasma can be used to help save lives. Each time, that is huge. Multiply that by the number of times you give plasma, yep, you got it, even more huge. Kind of like Allen Iverson leading the 2001 Sixers to the NBA Finals all by himself. So shout out Grifols Plasma and all their teams across the country. Plasma makes medicines, and a lot of people depend on these medicines. Donate plasma and receive compensation for your efforts today. You can find a center near you at GrifolsPlasma.com. Tell them Josh sent you. This advertisement is a paid promotion. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action on the NBA it's Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. Just pick over or under on your favorite or least favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. You can also pick from Rivals, which pits two players against each other for a head-to-head matchup. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your Pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold hard cash. Use the code TBF24 That's TBF 24 and get your first deposit doubled up to a hundred dollars by underdog underdog fantasy, the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. All right, good. Those, that was a, that's a good love and hate segment. And uh, I failed to mention our brotherly love and hate segment, of course, every week. Uh, brought to you by PHI Apparel Co. We love our guys there. So you got to give them a shout out. Let's uh, let's start at the top basketball wise. We're just going to go through these. I want to talk free agency. We're not even going to go through who each player signed with or anything like that. But I want to know who you think, which team yep. won free agency, because I, I've got a few of them. I want to hear your thoughts. Who do you think won free agency this year?
1: I'm gonna go with the Lakers. Yeah, Lakers have to be up there.
0: Yep, They're, they they were signed. No, they were Vincent, number one on my list. Yep,
1: which is I think it's a great signing for them, especially as they signed their guys. Yeah, I yeah think how Gabe, much did he Gabe, sign for? It
0: was like three years, thirty-three million. Like I, I would have thought he would have made more money than that, but he didn't. I think that's a great signing.
1: I wonder why Miami let him walk.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I I think Miami might be so invested in the whole Dame situation that they're like, yeah. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of because to lose Struess and Gabe Vincent, I I don't know. I'm confused by that.
1: Right, and the, yeah. and so the Lakers signed him. They re-signed their guys. Yep. Right? Reeves, yeah. Austin Reeves, D'Lo, D'Lo Hachimura. H- yep. And then they got Cam Reddish and Jackson Hayes, which I think will be great additions to their their bench. Yep. And Terry and Prince. And Tyrion Prince. Yeah, that's a hell of a uh, free agency.
0: It's they a great did off season. They for the limited space that they had, and especially off of the bummer season. I mean, look, they had a good season last year. Right. But I think better than anybody expected, especially where they entered the playoffs at. But I did not expect this from them at all. I don't think anybody expected this from them. And I agree. They are they are if not one, they're one a on my list. I I think the Lakers absolutely knocked this year's free agency out of the park.
1: Yeah. Well, there's no way you look at their roster now and compare it to last year. Yeah. And think that last year's was better. They, yeah. They I, for sure improved on paper. Now, as we know, it might not translate, but I think it will. I think yep. they got great pieces.
0: Uh, they replacing homeboy. Uh, their point guard shooter with yeah, yeah. with Gabe Vincent is a, a absolute home run. I mean, they yeah. they nailed it. Gabe can shoot. Yep, and ter- Terry and Prince is awesome.
1: Yeah, he's a good I think role Reddish, player. Reddish just needs to be in a better spot, and I think this might be a spot for him.
0: Maybe it is. LeBron either makes or breaks players, and I am very curious. Maybe this is what Cam Reddish needs. I don't know. Yeah, but the know. the pride of west town PA. Shout out Cam Reddish. Um, uh, yeah, I, so
1: that's that's what I'm going with for the my winner.
0: I agree. Um, I think that is a good winner. I had the Lakers and one B, I had the Suns. Um, yeah. they also did a fantastic job. Let's talk about limited space, obviously. After the Bradley Beal trade, they somehow land Eric Gordon. Yeah, they re-sign Damian Lee, they add mm-hmm. Josh Okogie. they get Drew Eubanks. Uh, they added that Bates Diop guy, and they added our dude from the Brooklyn Nets. I'm gonna butcher. Utah, his last... yeah, dude. Watanabe. Awesome. He's a he's a shooter. He shot like lights out last year. He didn't get a lot of run towards the end of the season. And yeah. poor dude is mainly known as the guy who gets put on posters. Um, but at least he's trying. He is. You're right. He's, he's playing, trying to. He's, he's playing defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. <gasps> they did a awesome job. All of those dudes will get minutes. And now there, there was a report that came out. I think it was Woj that said they're front runners for a uh, bowl bowl as well. Yeah. Um. I, I think, Yep. Yeah, w- for being handcuffed, I think the Suns also knocked it out of the park. The Eric Gordon signing is the, obviously Gordon's going there because he thinks is his best chance of winning. Um. Yeah. But that, that alone, I think was just the cherry on top, but they nailed it. They did a fantastic job as well.
1: Yeah, they did. And I'm they excited did. to watch him play actually. They, they should be a really fun team to watch.
0: I agree. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, apparently, they're hanging on to Aiton. I would have bet my life that they would have tried to flip him for something, but uh, it looks like he's going to stay.
1: I I'm not sold on Aiton. Me either. I It's hard to find a trade where they get another like center back that doesn't make them better. Yeah, Does that makes sense. The the they don't only need one... a scoring big. They don't need a scoring big on their team. I,
0: and that's what I was gonna say. The only one that would have made sense in my mind was to Atlanta, uh,
1: yeah.
0: to try to get Clint Capella. But then Atlanta offloaded John Collins' contract, and they end up giving uh Murray this like big old extension. I don't know. I have no idea what Atlanta's doing. Um, but that one, I'm like, okay, that would have made sense. And for Atlanta, yeah. Aiton is a guy that on paper you would think you could plug and play with Murray and Trey Young. Um, yeah,
1: I mean. But- his contract's brutal. Exactly, that's the hard that's part, and the obviously problem. they
0: want to spend their money with Murray, so I get it. Um, but when they offloaded Collins' contract to Utah, I thought, okay, maybe there could be some type of look right. here, but nope. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm excited to see the Suns. Uh, the Suns play just like every other NBA fan is. They're going to. I will be... say
1: this. Speaking of Utah, mm-hmm. Kessler would be the perfect player for the Suns.
0: Yeah, he would. He would what? be perfect. Walker or Kessler is the man we've talked about him a lot uh, about how we think that he's already. Uh, I would rather have him than Rudy Gobert. And yeah. it, I, I love Walker Kessler, I'm a big, big fan, big fan yeah. of his.
1: He's fairly coordinated, catches lobs, plays great defense on that team. You don't need anything else.
0: Nope, I agree. I agree. That's good. Some o- other honorable mentions, uh, for teams and free agency. I thought the Mavs did a good job. Um, Obviously, they re-signed Kyrie. They get Seth Curry, who they realistically probably should have never traded in the first place.
1: Terrible Um, trade, but we benefited.
0: Yep, big time benefit. Rashawn Holmes, uh, another former Sixer. I think, and
1: he he waived like his two million dollar trade.
0: Yeah, or whatever. He he will be, and there were rumors that they were maybe trying to flip him. Um, but it looks like he's going to stay. And I like Rashawn Holmes. I don't know what happened to his minutes in Sacramento, but I think he will give good backup big minutes. I think that's great. He's athletic big. They bring on Dante Exum, which is awesome. I just, I hope. Yeah, man. He dominated in Europe again. And I just, I want him to stay healthy. And what a fun team and a perfect fit for him if he can make it happen. And then uh, PJ Washington from Charlotte, There's the Mavs are tied in with him, maybe a sign and trade. I don't know if he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. I don't know what that looks like, but keep an eye on that. But I thought the Mavs were good. The Cavs were good as well. Uh, Speaking of sign and trade, bringing in Struis, they re-signed Levert, bringing in Ty Jerome. Obviously they get uh, Georges Niang from the Sixers. The Cavs were good already. They just added some shooting and some depth around them. I think that they did a great job. And this one's not going to be as popular. But I think what the Houston Rockets have done this offseason is fantastic. They dominated the draft with uh, our guy, one of the twins, Thompson twins, um, yep. Amen Thompson, and then Cam Whitmore, who I don't know if you watched uh, Summer League then play tonight. Awesome stud. Yep. They have Jabari Smith, who looks like he's breaking out of his shell a little bit. Yep. Going to have a good yep. sophomore season. Tari Eason was also great. And then they... Yes, they're paying Fred VanVleet outrageous amounts of money, but they had outrageous amounts of money. They bring in Fred VanVleet and Dylan Brooks. I think that they did a great job. And obviously, they brought in Udoka as well to be their head coach. They did a great, I mean, fantastic offseason for them.
1: Listen, I wouldn't say they had a great free agency. Mm -hmm. I like Fred. I like Dylan Brooks. Well, I like Dylan Brooks. He's fine.
0: Mm -hmm. They
1: overpaid both of them, but they have to spend their money, right? Yep, yep. I I understand it. But that's – who else did they get in free agency? That's about it, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. I think that's it. Um, They have great young players,
1: which they've drafted.
0: They uh, Jeff Green, I think. They they brought in Jeff Green as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, he's fine. But they've got great young guys. They won't be any good. No. I don't think they're – I mean, maybe, maybe
0: flirt with the upper – Part of the lower part of the Western Conference. Look, they're a wild card to me. They they still have guys on their team who I'm waiting to see. Are they Chuckers or can they actually play? Right. Yeah. Like with Jalen Green, uh Porter Jr., I think I feel the same way about him. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know if they can play together, to be honest. Um, but they also brought in Aaron Holiday. Like they they did okay. Um, But this whole offseason as a whole, I think they did a great job and I am very curious to see what they look like moving forward. But I I think the draft wise and their young guys, they are just fascinating to watch. They have so many good young pieces.
1: I'm intrigued. Their future is bright. I still I'm, I'm not saying they won free agency. Sorry, man. That's all you.
0: No, you're good. They're honorable mention for me. And again, not necessarily free agency. Look, if we're going to say anybody won free agency, it's probably Fred Van Vliet. Um, Yeah, he
1: for sure. He's the biggest winner out of everyone, besides the people of Las Vegas looking at the sphere. (laughs) I I agree. They're the biggest winners, winners, but Fred making $43 a year is nuts.
0: Did you just say they're the biggest wieners?
1: I did on (laughs) accident.
0: Would you rather make $43 million a year and live in Houston or live your current life and live in Las Vegas and look at the sphere.
1: I'd have to think about it.
0: Yeah, I know. It's a tough one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, give me the money. Give me yeah, the I, money and I can travel to Vegas.
0: There you go. I would live anywhere for $43 million a year. Yeah, it's and, tough. Yeah, it's tough. All right. There's free agency. We Speaking of free agency, and this will lead right into the next topic. Jeremy Grant re-signs with the Portland Trailblazers, a five-year deal. 160 million. He's making 32 million a year. And right after this comes out, uh, Dame Lillard finally is like, Hey, I want out. However, it seems like he has gone about this in the worst possible way. Now look to Dame's credit. He hasn't really come out and said anything himself. However, his agent is very outspoken about it and is just making demands of like trade me to Miami his list is Miami he's calling other teams and telling them hey if you trade for him he's just not going to show up is he bluffing probably but if you're a team like the Sixers for example I don't even know if the Sixers are interested but early on their names were tied to his list yeah why on earth would you even consider giving up Tyrese Maxey for the possibility of a guy who isn't going to show up
1: and we've experienced this we know we have. We know it's that the, it's possible to just sit
0: out. It's the whole Ben Simmons thing all over again. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to go on a little rant here for a second um, because it, again, it hasn't all come from Dame. It's come from his agent. But I have never seen somebody and their reputation flip as quickly as Damian Lillards has. It's truly insane. He went from the entire league and every fan, every fan base being like, dude, just get out, please. Run from the grind. Everybody feels for you. Get out of here. Please, please, please. To now with his agent going about everything, it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, if he really wanted to go to Miami and only Miami so bad, why did he sign an extension in Portland? Like he's he's signed through 2027. That bugs me so bad. Here's what I think. This is, and people are like, okay, well, how do you fix this? How do you fix it? The only thing that I can logically think of that would make the teeniest bit of sense is when a player not signs a max deal, but signs a max contract extension, is that there's an automatic no trade clause built into it. I think that that makes it so this can't happen. And what's so crazy is the new CBA doesn't have anything about this. Players can still do whatever the hell they want. And it drives me nuts, man. I, I, It really bugs me because it, people on Twitter crush me too. They're like, ah, oh, you're only complaining because he wants to go to Miami. And, and if it was Philly, then it'd be different. Of course, I would feel differently. I would love him in Philly. But that doesn't change the fact that the way he's going about this could realistically change the way that the NBA does things. I will say this. If this happened in David Stern's NBA, there is no way in hell this trade would happen. There's no way in hell he would allow it to happen. The same dude who nixed Chris Paul going to the Lakers in the prime of his career, there's no shot he would allow players to do this. But I, I'm confused about the CBA not having anything even remotely tied to this. I don't know, man. I, I just, I love Dame so much and all of this has made me feel very differently about him. And it makes me sad.
1: Yeah, that was a rant.
0: Yep. There you go. What are your I agree, thoughts?
1: Listen, I agree with you. I yeah. think there were very few things that he could have done that would ruin his reputation. And this is one of them. Yep. Now we know how it works, right? Team, Players' sides, players' people, they all leak things for various reasons. So we don't really know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. But the fact that all the reports are coming from the agent, like you said, like it's got to be true. Yep. And if it's not, like there's some truth to it. Yep. Um, I feel bad for Jeremy Grant. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope that he knew that he yeah. wanted
0: out. Yeah, I agree too. I listened to uh, uh, Brian Windhorse on JJ Raddick's podcast. Um, yeah. and he talked about, okay, this has all been a setup. Portland's been part of a rebuild for a while. They gave him this extension kind of with a wink, just saying like, Hey, this is part of it. Obviously they ended up drafting scoot who, by the way, we only saw one game of, and we'll talk about in a second, yeah. but he looks awesome. Um, same. The, they also end up matching Dallas's offer sheet to Matisse the eyeball. Like yeah, I, I could have been sh- awesome
1: for the maps. Oh, yeah.
0: I would have loved it for the maps. He would be the perfect player to play with Luca. Um And Kyrie, honestly, but I just, I don't, I don't know, man, it bums me out because I, I just want to like Dame, but the way yeah. that he's gone about everything is driving me bonkers. I agree with you. I hope that, and we don't know, but I hope that his teammates kind of had some sort of an idea that this was going to happen because obviously when he demands a trade, finally, it's like, oh, wow. But then just to be like, nope, it's Miami. There's nothing wrong with demanding a trade. It's happened all yeah. over. It will always happen. I get that. But it's the way that he's going about it with the demands for one team. When the problem is that Miami doesn't have enough to get him. Tyler Hero is not going to be the center of a package to get Damian Lillard at all. And reports yeah. are that, that Portland's like, they were looking for like four picks and good young players, rightfully so. But yeah. For for them and Dame to feel like, no, man, do right by me, trade me to Miami and get worse. When in reality, there are multiple teams that could offer better packages to land Dame that he would hate. Utah, yeah. for example, I don't, I'm not saying he would hate Utah, but clearly they're not on his list. But Utah could offer way more than Miami could. So there's reports right. that a third team's going to get involved. I, I don't know, man. It just bugs me. And it bugs me from every possible way. I'm not taking the owner's side but I just am anti Dame flipping his entire personality and doing yeah. a personality rebrand from not running from the grind to now all of a sudden trade me to one team and one team only.
1: Yeah. I don't know how you can do that. And I, I don't know why he thought it was a good idea to completely flip like that. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. I'm, I'm over it though. I'm ready for a trade to happen just so I don't have to listen to it.
0: Anymore. Me too. I get If
1: get him to Miami, I just don't want to hear about it anymore. Right.
0: right. Yep, I agree. Anyway, bugs been so bad. Um, speaking of Scoot, let's talk about Summer League for a second. Yeah. Uh, what have your impressions been of Summer League so far? Who have you liked? Do you think that people are living up to their expectations? We talked about uh Wimby's debut. Obviously, was not ideal, but he played great tonight. Um, what are your terrible. thoughts?
1: Wimby's his debut was not good. What was like? two for 17 or
0: (laughs) it was not good.
1: It was not good, but he showed some flashes, which is good. It's just that poor kid is being compared to LeBron. The, the greatest professional prospect of any sport. Yeah. Even if he goes out and scores 30, like, are you really living up to that hype? Probably not. Greatest prospect of any professional sport ever. Come on i know so i feel bad for him but he he played much much better tonight um yep. just if he could knock down some of the free throws he he would have played wonderful um so i think he'll be just fine he needs to get some strength i think you could kind of see that oh yeah summer league players are, are playing really physical with him yep which if they're doing that just wait till he gets into the league yep um so, but I I think he'll be fine, and I've enjoyed I enjoyed watching him play tonight. I thought that was great. And then Scoot Scoot in the first half of this game was awesome. Yeah, really. The first quarter. Yep. He showed some flashes as well, and I think if the Dame trade happens, he might be the rookie of the year.
0: Dude, he really could. It will be I his team. Might. Yeah i i loved what we saw from scoot it sucks he hurt his shoulder um it sucks that we saw two injuries uh a thompson the same thing like jacked his ankle up um they're both gonna be out the rest of of summer league but i loved what i saw from both those dudes um also to to touch on what you said some reporter i don't remember who said it but basically said like at the end of of victor's career if he has a career similar to like a Hakeem Olajuwon that it's a disappointment
1: yeah it's like terrible
0: how are you setting him up like that Olajuwon is arguably a top two big of all time who won a championship like how how can you put that on this dude's shoulders um so obviously it's set him it's setting him up for failure and that sucks and you could tell before you even played a game we got to talk about this Britney Spears thing (laughs) so you said it in the group chat first I think Yeah, And you're like, what is this headline? What's happening? (laughs) And it was basically the story for those who don't know. I'm sure you all know. But if not, here's a little recap. Brittany has a I don't know if she still has it, but she's in Vegas currently. I don't know if she still has a residency where she's doing shows or not. She says she goes into this restaurant and sees Victor, this player who she recognizes, which is wild to begin.
1: with. What is she like an NBA fan?
0: I have no idea. Apparently, if you know who Victor yeah. is, then she's got to be.
1: It's kind of hilarious. that was the one thing that stood out to me. I'm like, why? What's happening? Why is why she, is she going chasing up? him down?
0: Yeah. So she says that she goes up to him. She tries to get his attention just to say hello. Congratulate him on getting drafted and that she is knocked to the ground and gets hit in the face, doesn't know what's happening, and then issues this like apology or this big old written letter saying like public violence happens all over. I just hope nobody has to go through what I went through and it, reading that and and reading the headline, it was like, Holy crap. Like what happened? So yeah. then you hear from Victor who a, he doesn't know who Britney Spears is and which is awesome. <laughs> I, I love well, He's it. what 19 he's 19. He's a 19 year old French kid. Like, yeah, I, I, I get it. Doesn't know who she is. He says before they go into this restaurant, he talks with his security team and they're like, Hey, don't stop no matter what, because if you stop, you're just going to get mobbed even more. So he knew something happened, but he didn't like stop and look at it. And then they like talked about it later or something. And then the video comes out and you see the video. Brittany definitely gets hit in the face somehow. Her glasses fall off. She doesn't fall to the ground or anything. And then a police investigation comes out that the security guard, Put his arm out and hit Brittany's hand, and Brittany ended up hitting herself. Yeah. <laughs> <in the face. laughs> what a wild ride! This all happens
1: before he plays his first Summer League game. The poor kid, man. He has he's no like having, idea what's going on. to issue statements before he plays his first game. Yeah,
0: I mean, of course, miss me with the uh, the he had a bad debut stuff because. He is he even said it tonight after tonight's game. He's like, look, the last month, I I just want to hoop. Like, I'm sick of all this. I'm sick of interviews. Yeah. I'm sick of everything. And that's what he did tonight. He ended up, he turned down an invite to go to that Michael Rubin party in Vegas yeah. last night because he's like, Nope, not doing it. Had a bad debut. I just want to focus. And he balled out tonight. He had like 27 points, shots over 60% from three. Like yeah. played really well. Yeah, he missed some free throws, but that's gonna come. He's gonna be just fine. Setting him up for failure with the best prospect of all time stuff that sucks, but he is going to be just fine.
1: I uh I read a tweet today in regards to the Britney Spears stuff that says, No wonder Jokic leaves the states as soon as the <laughs> season's over.
0: No kidding, There's too much
1: crap going on, you way don't want too to much be crap by Britney Spears.
0: He's watching horse races and floating rivers yes. in, his, in his home country, not without a care in the world, yeah, and Britney's not there what a! it isn't that the truth that's crazy and then you have all these britney spears stan accounts on twitter who are tweeting every little video of every little thing he does wrong he got put on a poster in his first game and they're putting it to like hit me baby one more time it is pretty awesome but victor women versus britney spears is not a rivalry that i would have ever expected in uh, in forever it's impossible that it happened and it did
1: I didn't know I needed it until it <laughs> it's I love it.
0: It's incredible. Yeah. Truly incredible. Yeah. Um, Also summer league. I, w- I went to uh the Utah summer league out here in Salt Lake city. It was great. They always do a great job and I got to give the jazz fans a shout out, man. They pack that place. It, 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 it used to be out at like a, at Salt Lake community college, small gym. They would get a lot of fans. Then they started doing it at university, of Utah, kind of mixed bag university of utah the huntsman center it's not like i like the huntsman center but it's not like made for nba games and now they do it at the delta center and they packed the entire lower bowl every seat was filled awesome that's pretty great. awesome i love to have gone <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was pretty great <laughs> i will say this the sixers summer league squad not having a draft pick this year a uh, little rough but jaden springer fun and yeah. uh, a couple two-way guys who the Sixers signed, who I actually really really liked. Uh, what was his name? The
1: kid from was it Arkansas?
0: Yeah, awesome. They yeah. they have a couple dudes who are going to be. I, I would be shocked if they cracked the Sixers roster, um, but Tarkary. Uh, I said his name wrong. Tarkavian, I think Smith, shooter, yeah, little skinny guy Arkansas who Arkansas one launches. Uh Ricky Council is the dunk contest dude who just flies. Yeah. Uh they have some dudes who are going to be fun. I really actually liked them a lot. They if for no other excuse, then they'll make the Delaware G Coats or the Blue Coats uh G League squad actually fun to watch. So right. anyway, they were entertaining. It was fun basketball. Um well, just got to talk about the jazz for a sec. Keontae George, their point guard from Baylor, had mm-hmm. a Awesome. He played really well in the Salt Lake games. He had an awesome Vegas Summer League night last night. He is not your stereotypical point guard. He's a scoring guard. He's little. He's undersized. But he gets a shot off, and he is awesome. I am a big fan of his. The other two dudes who they drafted uh, are hurt, so they're not playing. They didn't play in Salt Lake. But I, I almost think it's better because we get to see George just kind of run the show. And... I'm a huge fan. I really, really like him a lot. Did you see any of his highlights or watch him play at all last night?
1: I didn't watch. I saw some highlights. I also saw on Twitter some Jazz fans saying that they upgraded from Mitchell by getting him. Oh, boy. so That's tough. Yeah. I mean. After a couple of Summer League games. Hey, listen. As we know, we've experienced Summer League doesn't actually mean anything. Some people shoot in summer league games and then they don't shoot during the season. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Ben Simmons was shooting jump shots and three
0: pointers in summer. He was league. shooting turnaround jump shots. Yeah. Fadeaways. We went to every one of his summer league games his rookie year uh, in Salt Lake and in Vegas. And yeah. he was awesome. And then it's, it's not yeah. real basketball. So we got to take it for what it's worth. But yeah. I mean, I mean, look if, if Keontae George ends up turning into Dave uh, Donovan Mitchell rather, that's a home run, oh yeah. So I I, I don't know. I, I there's a lot to be excited about, but it's and I don't blame them because you gotta you gotta be excited. But I mean, come on, upgrade <laughs> a little it little early in. for that. Uh, but I want to see Hendricks get back and healthy. Uh, they're they're big. Who they drafted from UCF? He'll it, be fun to watch. But anyway, just had to give the Jazz a quick shout out. It was a fun time, fun week as always at Summer League. It was great. It wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't talk about the Sixers, so we got to do it just to end here. Yep. We, as well as every other Sixers fan, when pretty early on in free agency, Niang is gone, Shake Milton's gone, Jaden McDaniels is gone.
1: Tough, tough stretch.
0: Tough stretch. I knew Niang probably was going to be gone, yep. and he, he ends up signing with Cleveland. I knew shake Milton just kind of the time had run up with him. He ends up signing in Minnesota who, by the way, I think that's a good fit for him. I think it, yeah. if, if he can get minutes, that will be a good spot for him. And then the Jade McDaniels signing in Toronto deal, I think was kind of almost deflating for everybody. Um, yep. And look, I get it. I understand there, there's probably, I mean, who knows? Maybe there's some other moves lined up. I have no idea. But we signed Pat Beverly to a minimum deal, and I actually love that. I've won a Pat Beverly in Philly forever, um, so I'm really excited about that. Oh, only a one-year minimum deal. We signed Mo Bamba to a, a one-year minimum deal. Who, I, got holes. I, I love that we have Mo Bamba, who, again, the pride of Westtown PA. Uh, yeah. back, And he he's, works out with Embiid in the summer. Like, I think Mo Bamba is one of those Cam Reddish guys where it's like he just needs to be in the right spot. Um, I guess we'll see. Well, I guess we'll find out. And we re-signed Montrezl Harrell, which I don't uh, – Very interesting. Uh, he lost a spot in the rotation last year, and he even opted out of his player option this year. Maybe it was one of those things where Philly's like, hey, test the, test the market, see what you can get. If not, we will welcome you back. End up re-signing him for one-year minimum deal, and then as of tonight, we bring back Paul Reed, B-ball Paul, who the Jazz sent an offer sheet to, uh, of what was it, three years, twenty-four million, I think,
1: something like that. Yeah, stipulations.
0: So let's talk about the stipulations for a sec because I think it's hilarious. I've never heard anything like this.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot, Uh,
0: Danny. Yeah, Danny Ainge knows exactly what he's doing. And he what just gave a nice middle finger to Philly in this offer sheet. Says that the contract becomes fully guaranteed and uh, the two following years of this three-year deal become fully guaranteed, $15.7 if Paul Reed's team advances to the conference semifinals, a.k.a. just make it out of the first round. What, uh, what an offer sheet for B-Ball Paul, though. You know when he read that, he was pumped out of his mind. Oh so great it's awesome for him and i will say this i think that's a fair price i don't i don't think now look i don't think we fully got to see what he actually is capable of uh doc rivers just kind of was late on the bandwagon with giving him full minutes and letting him go he seems like a dude that nick nurse will flourish with i'm thinking of boucher in toronto who all of a sudden just started playing out of his mind. And I credit Nick nurse for that. I would love to see what Nick nurse can unleash in Paul Reed. And I am so happy that he is back in Philly. If for no other reason than it's like, okay, good. Like I know there is a plan. I know there's been a plan and a strategy this entire off season, but just as the exact same as every Philly fan, it, it, we just got a little restless. We just want to see right. what's going on. I think the James Harden uh, opting in and demanding a trade, like, all of that stuff, uh, I think, kind of threw everybody for a loop and already, like, triggered them and set them off on the wrong foot. Um, and so then to see those other guys walk, it's like, oh, man, what's happening? So I don't know. I I'm We still have, what, three open roster spots, I think?
1: Yeah, three open roster spots and no money in f- four bigs.
0: Yeah, we need some shooting bad.
1: So Jaden Springer, he's he's for sure going to get minutes. There's no way he doesn't. Yeah, he has to. He has to. It doesn't to. make it doesn't make any sense. There's nobody nope. else to. We lost three people who played.
0: Yeah. Yep. I agree. We need shooting. Uh, we just need some wing depth because it's like uh, Tobias, and then PJ Tucker, and then Daniel House. So unless Daniel House busts it back out and gets heavy minutes, like I, I don't know. I, I I still just it feels. This offseason felt so weird. It just feels like something else is, is gonna happen. I don't know if it is or not, but it feels like that, doesn't it? It has to. Yeah. yeah I, I need
1: it. My mental health needs
0: something. I, I agree. I think that's there part were, of the reason everyone's so pumped on Paul Reed tonight.
1: There were gonna be riots in the streets if B ball Paul went to Utah. All we jokes aside. Oh. oh
0: all jokes aside, truly, like true people would have been so, so mad. Yeah, I'm happy, man. Good for Paul Reed. And uh, yeah, I think it's a fair price. It's a great contract for him. Like you said, the offer sheet. I'm sure he just was like, are you kidding? Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm signing this Um, solid. I was confused. Uh, Tony Jones, jazz reporter, was like laughing and saying, I can't believe that the Sixers actually matched that offer sheet. But you like why? That's what I want to know. I know Embiid plays a ton of minutes. Maybe you can play Paul Reed with Embiid. We don't know because Doc Rivers never did it. Maybe you can play Paul Reed at the four a little bit. Who knows? Uh I know. yeah, I don't know either. But I think Nick Nurse is we're gonna explore that option and Nick Nurse is gonna be the guy to do it. Yeah I don't know. We'll, I don't see. Know, we'll,
1: we'll see. We'll see. I'm optimistic. I I'm optimistic. I'm Cautious
0: cautiously optimistic is I think a good way to put it. We I, listen. I, I,
1: we gotta celebrate the little wins that's what yep. it's about that's what life's about you're and right tonight we got b-ball
0: give us b-ball paul i love it i love it all right man i, I think that's a good recap uh y- anything else you got for us before we we nope. call this thing quits
1: no i think we covered it all thanks for having it. me
0: you're welcome man have a uh have a great one we'll chat with you next week That's all, folks. Brotherly love and hate segment is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Co. provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of Philly. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt you'll stand out in the crowd. Listeners to our show can use the promo code TBF10 for 10% off any apparel when you shop online at PHIapparel.co. Again, that's TBF10 for 10% off anything on the site. PHI Apparel Company, the one-stop shop for Philly sports apparel. Are you sick of spending time caring for your lawn? Have you spent too much time mowing it or even just keeping it alive? You tired of wasting resources and money watering it? If you are like me, the answer is yes to all of those. You should consider artificial grass. Beehive Turf out of Northern Utah will transform your yard into looking beautiful all year round. Check out Beehive Turf on Instagram Give them a call today for a free quote. Beehive turf, take the sting out of caring for your lawn. So I want to leave you guys with this, and that is our masterclass segment sponsored by St. Paul brand clothing. You all know, I talk about it every single week, how big of a fan I am of St. Paul and all their clothing, if it's basketball, if it's music, anything, all of it. Uh, so any listeners can get 10% off their order at stpaulbrand.com with the code that's dash ball dash folks 10. Again, it's that's dash ball dash folks 10 for 10% off your order. Go to their website, check it out. I promise you'll love it all. That heavy material t-shirt stuff. I love it. It's all I've been wearing lately. Um, it's great. Anyway, our masterclass segment spotlight this week is 16 year old phenom. Cooper Flag. Those not familiar with Cooper Flag, he is again a 16-year-old kid from Newport, Maine. He's 6 foot 9. He was the first freshman to be named the Maine Gatorade Player of the Year last year. He averaged 20.5 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 steals and 4 blocks a game. He won a state championship. He just absolutely balled out. At the Nike Elite Youth Basketball Peach Jam Tournament, his last three games, I'm gonna I'm gonna spit you his stat lines. Game one: 34 points, 20 rebounds, 10 blocks, five assists. Game two: 37 points, 12 rebounds, 10 blocks, six assists. Game three: 38 points, 16 rebounds, 12 blocks, and six assists. He is a freak of nature. You watch his highlight just from this tournament alone. Basketball looks so simple to him. So easy. And he's this dude from Maine absolutely hooping. He's 16 years old. He looks like he legitimately could be drafted as the top pick next year in the draft. And he's 16. He does everything. Clearly blocks shots. Those three games. He had 32 combined block shots. What in the world? He scores from all three levels. He can step out and shoot it from NBA range already. I have no idea where he's going to end up for college. Maybe he'll stay in Maine. Maybe he'll stay East Coast. I don't know. But we just have to spotlight him for this Masterclass segment because what he just did at this Peach Jam tournament is unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. And I'm not saying that lightly. He's a freak. I will tweet out his highlights from this tournament tomorrow. If you're not familiar, get familiar because he's going to be a name that all of us, every basketball fan is going to know here very, very soon, uh, if not already. So there you go. Cooper flag, get familiar. That's all I got for you. I hope you had a great week. Again, apologies for the minor delay in getting this episode out. Just wanted all the free agency stuff to settle down and mainly know what the Sixers uh, were kind of doing. So it worked out with b Paul's deadline and I'm glad he's staying. Hope you all have another fantastic week. Uh, quick turnaround we'll be chatting with you again early next week and uh that's all you got i love you all thank you again like subscribe review hit me with all that please and i really appreciate it again love you all have a great week and uh that's fall folks